Dungeoneers. Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast with zero respect for the original source material. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, and I'm joined as always by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel here. He's ready to come up with any new idea on the fly. Uh, yeah, you you got uh the be- beetles with laser beams. They're called bees dolls. <laughs> be 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 This is why we don't pay you, Daniel. Yeah, well, that's that's probably the right choice. Well, Janelle's here too, and. She threw out the original rule books and just renamed everything. Uh, yeah, because my names are better. I don't know why you're complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm just commenting. Yeah, so I may or may not continue to do it depending on my ability to read things from the book. So we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, we've already got your fury of blows. What what else are you going to do? It's the furry of blows. Who knows? That's we'll official. have to see. <laughs> maybe if Janelle gets bit by a werewolf then maybe she can use it yeah <laughs> well Nate's here too and and sometimes I worry that he's reading books from the wrong game system so what is the space marine supposed to come and save us Nate that's that's the wrong system you're reading 40k this is, oh, this no. is D&D Nate so what it's like 40,000 times better <laughs> oh, boy, that's <laughs> Those are fighting words, Nate. It's <laughs> good Adaptosaurus. What do you've got? <laughs> um, I've got Eldari, so I'm I'm happy with that. And cat halflings. Oh, I, I guess I got confused. I was I was referencing a 40k thing to keep Nate placated. Oh, I didn't know either. I didn't. I don't know 40k. I was trying to help. I'm sorry. I'll I'll be. No, fine. Nate. Nate and I are the only ones here who actually play. So maybe we should maybe we should stop talking about it and. Move back to something else like Joel over here. <clears throat> he accepts new lore and ideas readily and without complaint. So I guess if we did want to put Eldari and Space Marines in the game, he'd be OK with it. Yeah, honestly, I just think wizards are, you know, they're kind of lazy. They, they don't put new stuff in. They don't innovate, you know? Yeah, still <laughs> still playing the exact same game. Nothing's changed. Nothing's Seriously. come out. Seriously. In almost 10 years. Yeah, nothing at all has happened. Just give us one book and that's all we've had. That's it. I want them to have sharks with legs. That's that's my goal. <laughs> Street well, sharks, luckily, they'll call them. Well, luckily I have no problem with homebrewing stuff, Joel. So oh, man. You never know, maybe you'll run into a shark with legs pretty soon. A street shark. Yeah. Well, speaking of street sharks, finally we have AJ. <laughs> and <he laughs> Just always making up stuff as he goes along. <laughs> yeah, you know me. I, I'm a loan shark on the streets. Just hey. handing out money. AJ the loan shark. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Is that Vinny the Rat? I love oh, this guy. Oh, Vinny the Rat. That's right. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> this is dumb. Apparently wow. this story's taking a very different direction than I thought it was. <laughs> no, got street I, me, sharks and we got... We got me and the rats. Now we just need cat halflings. Oh, look, there's one. And look at that. I beat him with lasers. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. This is great. Look, I'm walking here, and there's this beetle with laser beams. I'm walking here. Oops. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm really glad we have like no listeners from that entire area that we've now just pissed off. But that's cool. I was referencing a movie. Thank you very much. And I and I was just being dumb. Daniel just being Daniel. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. This is this is ridiculous. But real talk. How are you guys all doing this week? Good. I'm I'm good. It's been a long week, but I'm glad to be playing D&D finally. Yeah, is that what you just look forward to, AJ? Pretty much. Like you you're know, sitting in your apartment, working on your homework, and you're just like, man, I could be playing D&D right now. Yeah, instead I'm, I'm rolling dice of a different shade. I say real talk, though. That's, that's almost every work day for me. Like I'm in a meeting listening to somebody say something that's like, you know, work stuff. Anyway, I don't know why I made that <laughs> weird. Cut, the, cut that part out. Now we're keeping it in now. No. Yeah, I'm keeping it, it in, Daniel. It, and I, and I always think to myself, um, what a wonderful world. No, I was, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, I do think that. No, I actually do. I do like my workplace, but it's not, it, my, my job is not playing Dungeons and Dragons, which sucks because I wish it would be. Yeah. No one at my new job plays Dungeons and Dragons. So that stinks. Several people at mine actually do. I, I spent, I spent an hour talking to my boss about Mexican food. Oh Yeah. Like yourself, yeah, I mean, a like good we, chimichanga. We or? both really like cooking, so like we sh- we legitimately shared recipes and just like talked about all these different things that we know how to make. Pretty cool. great, actually. Mm. I'm bad at cooking, but I, I I appreciate the spirit. Did you tell him about the time that we made uh, fried rice and put whole pizza rolls in it? Uh, no, but I did tell him about that uh, pizza place in Indy that uh, serves Indian food. On top of their pizza. Oh my god! I, I, you know they 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 recently renamed themselves, and I would share it on the show, but um, we don't do free advertising unless it's Neosporin, not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or Dave and Buster's. <laughs> or Dave and Buster's. Well, Dave and Buster's paid me to do that. So. Oh, okay. oh, did they now? <laughs> yeah. Weird. This episode is brought to you by Carl's Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, now I'm hungry, guys. Mm-hmm. I know me too. For adventure, I could eat like a whole gallon of neosporin right now. Ew, no, <laughs> none of that. Mm-hmm. Neosporin, the breakfast of champions. No, <laughs> no. Well, you know what is a cooking good, Josh? I, I want you to. What is a cooking good? I want you to butter me up because I'm churning for adventure. You know, I'm ready for the next arc, so he has to do something different. (laughs) All right. So before Daniel jumps out of the frying pan and into the fire, I'm going to give us a quick recap. And then we're going to pretend like Daniel didn't talk about butter. And we're going to jump back into the action. So last episode, you entered into the city of Alcina. After turning your weapons in, you approached the gates of the city and encountered the city guards confronting an ogre who was trying to make his way into the into the city proper. You were able to convince the guards to let him in, but he immediately left your side and wandered off as soon as you let him into the city. So there may be consequences to that. We'll find That's out at some point. Fine. You're the worst, Joel. Then you asked a random bystander for directions, 
and were finally able to locate the administrative offices so that you could get the paperwork finalized and move into your new home. So we will jump back into the quote-unquote action because it's actually not very exciting for you guys. You guys are able to make your way into one of the small administrative offices and speak with an administrator, a, uh, an elderly woman with uh, da- like dark, messy gray hair, dressed very nicely in like noblewoman's clothing, but obviously very done with her work day. And it's not even lunchtime yet. Uh, are we going to role play what it's like to be in a DMV? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm here for it, honestly. Yeah, uh, she, 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 looks at, she looks at Gunner like over her glasses, which she's kind of pulled down. She says, so if you could please sign here and here and here in Volthrin Common, not Elvish, not Gnomish, Volthrin Common, and then this next page, I need you to initial here and here and then initial and date down here and then after that you gotta take this over to the office to my right hey hey can i borrow a pen i I don't have one uh i have a quill that you can borrow but please return it people are always walking off with them okay i'll try but i have bad memory so (laughs) no i prefer you didn't because the the cost adds up over time no I, i i understand i understand so, uh, uh, I'm sorry, can, can you repeat everything you just said? I, I, I Honestly, I was thinking about the the fact that I didn't have anything to write with, so I, I was a little bit confused, so... <laughs> and do we do we all need to do, to do that? Because I'm going to need a quill, too, and I don't... I, I mean, he's got cheese all over his hand. I don't know if I want to share that. No, I already repeated myself off camera. This is the second time we've been through this. No, only one of you has to sign. I don't need all of you to sign. Please, you've been here for 30 minutes and we've gotten nowhere. <laughs> All right, fine, I'll do it. Gunna, you are a mostly college-educated individual. You should know how to do these things. Hmm? Oh, yeah, I, I know how to do these things. I, I can sign my name, thank you very much. And Gunnar signs his name. Okay, so now remember, you got an initial here, mm-hmm. initial oh, here, no. and then initial and date down here. Mm-hmm. And then you gotta take this paperwork. Wait, 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 okay. Gunner, I'm going to punch you in the face. Sign an, an initial. No, you I'm sorry. To, I, then I you put need a to take ver- these documents ver- an next door to, to the office over there, and they will review your citizenship papers. And then they'll have some more documents for you to sign, and you can pay the fee to process the paperwork. And then by the end of the week, we'll have everything finalized for you. End, end of the week? That's a long time. I, like, can we still go there? Or? We don't have computers. It takes a while to copy what's, all these documents. What's like? Uh, is that like a person's job? A computer? Uh, does, do you need? I could volunteer. I mean, I'm, I'm not great at math, but I could, could help. Uh, honestly, Theo, I don't think you would make a very good computer. You you, you look kind of like a. What? I could do it. I don't know. I Sir, mean, can it, you please initial and date down oh, here? Oh, yeah. I'm so Come sorry. Come on, Gunner. What are you doing? I, 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 get, distra- I, get, <laughs> I, I get distracted easily. Okay. <laughs> let's see. Uh, okay. Oh, sorry. Almost signed my name in the initial part again. <laughs> but, but to make that mistake twice. Oh, I did do it again, though. Oh, I just noticed. 
Look, I'm running out of paper. Please stop making these mistakes. <laughs> I could literally do this the entire episode, but for the for the interest of the audience, Gutter signs all of his paperwork. Correctly. Say correctly. 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 Thank you. But All he right. does take the quail with him on that. Well, <laughs> you, oh <laughs> you bastard! No. Yeah, like you grab all your paperwork and you leave, and she sighs and pulls out another document and reaches for her quill, and then just sighs again. <laughs> oh We're God. the worst. We are the worst type of people right now. God. <laughs> it's so funny. So you guys, you guys go next door, and a very similar man uh, helps you through the rest of your paperwork, and then says, "All right, well, that's about it. So we'll have everything set up, and then your your vineyard will be available for you." Uh, a vineyard? A uh, vet? Well, yeah, it's a very very fancy vineyard. It's got a manner and everything Uh-oh. oh oh yes oh, we knew yeah. that he just we, we were we thought you were speaking about something else see i i speak um a different language but vineyard means something very different uh thanks yeah oh my god Fio <laughs> starts freaking out well oh. yeah did you did you were you not aware that you had purchased a vineyard Sir, please stop saying that word. In a, in a different language, that means something very embarrassing. Well, we speak Voltheran common here, and vineyard means vineyard. Oh! <laughs> and and Gunnar Gun pretends to be, like, super embarrassed. Like, oh, man, we, we have to leave. Yeah, it, it, for, for a while, it was the, the, uh, the Ozal vineyard, but then the family was disgraced, and they were forced to leave, and it became property of the city. And then the the D just kind of got bought up and lost. The only reason I know this is because I had to review all those documents. This doesn't mean anything special. These are literally the documents I just reviewed to help you out. So <laughs> just from a story standpoint, it doesn't mean anything. I'm just letting you know that ahead of time. I'm not going to be like the underkeeper, the undertaker from the last story arc. So just letting you know ahead of time so you don't, don't waste a lot of time. Anyway... <laughs> How are they disgraced, do you know? Uh, prostitution. Oh. <laughs> I see. Well, sorry, I mean, it's it's technically legal, but it, it was, like, excessive. <laughs> Disgusting stuff you don't want to hear anymore. Oh, God. He's like, no, that was that was a joke. Um, no, they, uh, they, they insulted the royal family very publicly. They're very outspoken. Jasper and, uh, puts his BDSM whips away. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, please, no, please, Jasper. sir, not not in here. This is an administrative office, not a bordello. <laughs> are we are we allowed to to go there now, or do we have to wait? Until oh yeah, it's... one you, you talk yeah one one legged Sally's is my my favorite. Um, no, the, no, the, I the, meant the ladies there just. <laughs> I what? meant our vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no! You have to wait for the paperwork to go through. Really? We have to stay in town for a whole week. I mean, that's really pricey. No, no, like just a few days. It's at the end of the week. Oh, okay. I was thinking this is like at the beginning. No, is... we're purposely not tracking days of the week so I can just do stuff like this. Oh, thank God, because I didn't know what to call Monday. 
Well, okay. Moondar. Well, any... That's what it is. I've, I've named it. It's <laughs> called Moondar. We're gonna we're gonna head out. Thank you so much for your help. We really appreciate no your problem. time. And she's like actively shoving Fio out the door. Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, please, oh sir, can I, can I have my quilt? Can I have my quilt? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Actually, as we're going out, Gunner is like talking to Fio, like, Fio, look, look at all the quills I got. And Gunner's got like six of them for some reason. All of them covered in cheese. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't have that much cheese, Fio, and I certainly wouldn't waste it on these quills. That's I mean, maybe just mine, though. It's a nice, I mean, it could be a skewer if I cleaned it off. You know what? You, you might have an idea here. See? That's what I'm good for. Mm. Definitely not a computer, though. Uh, I'll show you. Okay. All right, so you you guys leave the building, and you make your way um, through the city streets. So what are you guys going to do? Because you guys aren't meeting Laszlo until dinner time. So you've got a few hours. To, if, if there's anything you want. If you want to just skip to that, we can. But, like, if the if there's anything you'd like to do while you're in the the city with your free time, just let me know. You said there's a shopping area, right? Yes, there is. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. All right, so you guys make your way through the city. Probably, I think since I have this city divided up into wards, I think it'll be really easy to just kind of set up time periods to move from ward to ward. So I think I'm going to say it probably takes about 10, 20 minutes to go from one ward to an adjacent ward, just to kind of give a, like a kind of a timetable. Okay. Oh, so, speaking yeah. of timetables, how long has it been since our kerfuffle with the brigands? Um, it's been, it's been a few hours, I think. Oh, okay. So, so Vez isn't looking too great and, and feels still a little bit, but like uh, beat up a little bit. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I presume you guys probably cleaned yourselves up as much as you can, but yeah. Oh yeah, can can we take like a, I mean, just a short rest in the in the city then? Yeah, you you guys can take a short rest in the city. Um, you can probably find like a, a bathhouse and pop a few coins to get yourselves cleaned up. Okay. Well, yeah, Gunner was also gonna play his pan flute so he could use um, his song of rest. I don't know if that's going to matter, but um, basically each uh, it, basically if anyone else expends a um, hip die to regain hit points during the short rest, you can roll an extra d6. Oh, man. Yeah, a whole d6. So. Well, I'll do that. I will take advantage of your d6. Yeah, me too. Thank you, because I rolled higher on the D6 than I did on my hit die. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn. Are we well, all good? I'm good. I and Jasper is the worst one affected, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nate, what what does Jasper do? Just, like, do, like, a little stretch? I, well, he's a robot. He probably doesn't even do that, right? For what? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like, like during the short rest. I, I, I was trying to be funny. He's reading his book. Oh, you are you reading the the Gutenberg? Yes, <laughs> the Gutenberg. 
Yeah, you haven't had a chance to use it yet. I, I'm actually really looking forward to actually getting to getting to use that at some point. You need to start buying spell scrolls, Nate, because then you can transcribe them into your book. I have a spell scroll. <laughs> yeah, you're just right. You don't just don't have the money to do anything with it. Yeah. Hmm. That's right. It's okay. The, your fortunes may change. We own a whole vineyard now, apparently. So yeah, holy just... crap, guys! Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was just like gonna be like a townhouse or something. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I think I think maybe we take a second to kind of like pull off into an area where there's not as many people. It's like, okay, can can we talk about something for a second? How did we get a whole vineyard? Well, technically, Smill got it initially, and then you guys yeah. <laughs> took it away. Leslo didn't say anything about that. <laughs> And neither yeah. did Lady Hecate. She just signed it and said, oh, there you go. Well, in all fairness, they wouldn't necessarily know it was a vineyard. Like, all they can see is the property name, but the, oh, clerks, the clerks working in the administrative buildings have to go through all the paperwork. Gotcha. Hmm. I mean, Laszlo may have known. He said it was, if you remember the property right, so either he remembered the property wrong or was intentionally keeping that from <laughs> us. Oh, it wasn't intentional. <laughs> Well, s- something to look forward to, I guess. Yeah, I'd, I've never, I mean, I've never been on a vineyard before. And it sounds like it's going to be huge. Yeah, good Good luck getting that puppy up to OSHA code. Oh my god, right? If it's been neglected for so many years, we're going to like, tear down at least three of the walls. Mm-hmm. We're going to like, we're going to make sure that there's like a stream nearby so we can get buckets to it. And you know what? I'm just going to line up buckets. I'm going to go. I'm going to buy buckets. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy some buckets so we can, <laughs> in case anything catches on fire. And then we're going to find a stream oh where I'm going to get a well. And then we're going to, and he goes on this tirade of different quote unquote OSHA <laughs> things. Well, I was going to look for a scimitar, but okay. I guess, I guess buckets are cool too. We can get one that has a scimitar on it. <laughs> no, no, I just, uh, Theo! <laughs> Do we want to go to the weapons area then? I mean, I guess, but I'm, I'm getting buckets. That's a thing. That's fine. We can go there too. Okay. Yeah, so. I, I just I just, I just want to look. I don't know if I'll even buy anything right now because I don't want to be questioned why I have a, you know, a scimitar, a short sword, and two daggers. So, but just curious. But we may not be able to buy are. anything yet if we don't have the proper licensing either. Well, what what if they what if we ask them to like send it to the, the Meowth you, you know? It, then we wouldn't have to carry it. It'd be like like a messenger. But but then it's going to be like a, a silver piece a day for something I'm not even using. You know, well, what? F- f- forget the whole thing. I don't. I mean, we we can go shopping, but I, I'm not going to look for a scimitar right now. On away, I'm going. Ah. <laughs> okay. So you guys uh, make your way through the bustling streets of the of the city, um, pushing past all sorts of people. I said it last episode, but I'll reiterate it. Unlike Brenton, which was basically all dwarves and humans, like there are actually a lot of people here. Like you're ducking around the occasional halfling or gnome as they kind of bustle past you. You know, you're still seeing dwarves and humans, but you're also seeing some more exotic races. So Fio uh, almost bumps into a uh, towering dragonborn with red scales who glares at him as they uh, kind of weave their way around. And Vez almost gets run over by a 
uh, cart driven by a strange figure who when they turn to look at her she sees that they have a an eye, they have a three eyeballs in their face instead of just two <laughs> but they disappear into the crowd whoa interesting i mean it makes <laughs> vez really interested because if she gets to see a bunch of new types of people here then she's got a whole nother thing in her arsenal <laughs> I thought we established it didn't matter whether or not you saw people. No, but if I don't even know they exist, I can't. I can't. Like three-eyed people. She's not very creative. Yeah, Vez is not (laughs) as creative as she uh, could be. Oh, my God. So you guys make your way through the diverse streets of the city. You can smell all sorts of things. Some of it stinks, but then as you get closer to like some of the, some other shops or some small bakeries like you can also smell like bread uh you can smell bread in the air as it as it's baked you can smell uh cooked meat as uh, uh shopkeepers and small like restaurant owners prepare the the meals for the lunch rush and you eventually make your way to the trade ward called a uh, mastercraft lane and you spend probably about 30 minutes just kind of taking it in and walking around there's a combination of people out on the streets just in like market stalls trying to peddle their goods for example just vegetables guy selling tomatoes his rival across the street is trying to shout him down and sell his his corn uh, there are people selling meat uh, there's even like a small number of like craftsmen trying to sell like little bits of jewelry and there are plenty of buildings that are just dedicated shops as well. Most of them sell mundane items. Like if you guys wanted to buy pretty much any of the adventuring gear in the player's handbook, you can peruse and you'd be able to find something at one of the many, many shops. But the four like shops that stand out to you the most are what appears to be a blacksmith's shop with a, a man working out in front. There are um, items piled around him. Mainly it looks like breastplates and halberds from the city guard. And he's just kind of pounding away. It looks like he most of his job is maintaining them. As you round that corner, you see another shop. Uh, it looks like an armorsmith. Um, a uh, woman is walking around uh, hammering armor into shape as uh, some people gather around to watch. Uh, there's another shop and it looks kind of like a almost like a greenhouse they're just it's just stuffed full of plants but they're all on display with price tags there are jars of strange items etc and it appears to be an alchemist's shop so those are kind of the three like major stores that stand out to you hmm say Vez would probably be interested in going looking at the alchemist shop but she's down to go wherever well, Fia obviously wants to go to the adventuring store. Yeah, and, and I no AJ, AJ there, there is no adventuring store. There oh, yeah. are a uh, bunch of stores. I'm more re- <laughs> this is more realistic than most D and D games. There okay, are a okay. collection of stores that you could just say you spend an hour searching through to find. find <laughs> I know I'm trying to be difficult. I'm sorry. You are doing a great job of it. Yay! Yeah, no, Fia. Would- just wants to go around. He actually, he is super excited about this vineyard. He wants to go around and look for things to put up and, and like for housewarming things. Like, so he's obviously looking for at least four buckets and he needs to, he wants to get like, he wants to look around for maybe a rug and then like, 
you know, some some something to hang on the wall. Something cheap, obviously. But he's 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 like he super excited. Seen, about this. He hasn't even seen it yet. He's gonna. <laughs> That's be how really excited he is. He's so excited because he's like, I've never he's never owned his own thing before, and he probably mentions this to everybody. He's like, man, we're gonna get like like four buckets, and and we're gonna need like shovels to to dig a well and like a stream, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be just like the station house. Oh my god, it's gonna be so cool. Um, well, I, I kind of went to look in the weapon shop, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they have great shovels there. Yeah, sh- shovels for you. Yeah, and then we're gonna need some ropes. We can, we can make like a like a fence or something. Oh, man. So yeah, we things. don't even know if we already have a fence or we may already have a stream and we may already have a well. Oh, man, that means we could do even more projects. Oh, that's, that's a great idea, Vez. Oh, my God, we could work on like a chimney and like... And like a, a big like slide, so in case there's like a if there's oh what if it's like a two story building, oh my gosh. Of uh, uh, Theo, I think we should look around and, and look at some things we may like, and then we'll wait until we actually see what the space looks like, and then we can narrow down from there. Well, they uh, didn't say we couldn't go there. We could go there like today. We just can't stay there. I I think right. Is that, is that mm-hmm. how it works? I, I don't know about that fun for you. I, I think that's a bit of a risk, don't you think? Well, we're just walking by. It's like on the main road, you know? I mean, I don't know, Theo. How would you feel if someone was just walking by on your private property, you know? Well, it doesn't matter because it's our private property. Oh. Strangers? I'm, I'm confused. No, oh, he's saying... Which shop do you guys go to? <laughs> <laughs> Gunnar wants to go to the weapon shop to, just to see what they what, what they have and if they have anything. You make your way to the uh, weapons shop. Um, it's a pretty standard building. This one's only a, a two-story building. Um, the outside has like a, a forge built in kind of like a, an open area, maybe where someone, like a, maybe there had previously been a building there, but it takes a pretty large area. Um, but it's immediately next to the house. And as you approach, the owner looks up uh, at you from his work. He just looks like a regular human man. Just imagine like a typical blacksmith from like a like a fantasy era. He's very broad-shouldered, uh, thick black beard, long black hair, and uh, he's very tanned and wrinkled from working the, the forge all day. And uh, as you approach, he puts aside the halberd that he was working on, and he says, Welcome to Blademaster's Buddy. How can I help you? Oh, well, I, I was just wanting to look around. Do, do you carry any scimitars? Some of what? A, a scimitar? You mean, like, the stuff I use? You mean, like, a... I don't know what that is. But you, you, you don't have a curved sword. Curved sword? You you mean like over in Taloncat? It's like a Minotaur's dick, you know. It curves up and it's about <laughs> oh my God. to <laughs> No! <laughs> Everybody's only gonna have that picture in the head when every gunner says, "I swing out my scimitar." <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess like that. Okay. H- how about this? I- if I paid you, could you make fun? Maybe uh, he has something like a scimitar, like a falchion or something. Maybe I do sell falchions. Oh, there you go. <laughs> of course. Okay, yeah, sure. I guess <laughs> I, I, I guess that fun. I don't know. I just came in here to look mostly. I'm just I'm just window shopping. 
Well, that, that's I, fine, I, but like most stuff I make is custom custom order, so you know I don't just stock swords. Not everyone's just looking to buy a sword all the time. It's wasted work. No, yeah, no, if you no. if you want me to forge you a falchion, I'll put you on the wait list, and by a, a month from now, I can have one for you. Uh, well, I, I'll maybe I'll come back in a week and and I'll, I'll think about it. Okay, I mean, but if you want it want it sooner than that, you'll have to make sure you place an order because. As you can see, I do a lot of work for the for the town guard, so they always keep me busy because they they don't know how to maintain their weapons. Hmm. Th- that that's a shame. But okay, but I mean uh, it, it, it happens. I mean they're they're not masters of the blade. They're just soldiers. They're tra- trained ba- trained in the basics and given a halberd and told to walk around and look intimidating. That's about it. They don't teach them how to keep them properly sharpened how to keep them from rusting they don't even teach them how to you know what never mind it's not it's not worth complaining about <laughs> it's steady income so it's really all i care about okay well um yeah i'll come back and uh, I'll, I'll let you know if i want anything i thank you for um explaining your process no no problem just thought i'd let, let you know but hmm he kind of looks a little thoughtful are you you look like an adventurer to me. Am I right? Mm, you could be. Hmm. I'm being funny, I am. And he kind of rubs his chin and he says, Well, I may have a job for you if you're interested. Maybe you could boost your production up a little bit. Cut it down, oh, yeah? to, cut it down to two weeks, maybe. Hmm. Okay. Ben, I'll, pay, um, I'll pay you on top of it, too. Yeah, yeah there it is. That. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's the good stuff. So, what v- v- what is it you need? And he kind of like looks around, and there are a couple other like smaller blacksmith shops. Most of them look like they're just like making horseshoes or making nails, whatever. But he like kind of pulls you away, and he says, "You ever heard of adamantine?" I'm, I mean, I've I've heard of people talk about it. I've never touched it or seen it myself. So it's a, it's a very rare, near indestructible alloy created uh, by people who people with more skill than anyone I've ever met but I've heard stories that there was a blacksmith with that knowledge living in a nearby village the dragon's crossing don't know if you've heard of it but they say when he died secrets were lost with him but thinking maybe a little little investigating might turn something up. You look like a man who doesn't have a home to time down. A man who can stay on the road, do some work. You look like you're probably pretty effective at it. If you could, uh, if you, if you could find this information for me, it'd give me a huge, huge edge. Being able to brag that I can work at a mantine—something special. Oh sure, yeah, I have no problem with that. So that, that's uh, what's in it for me. Well, uh, I will forge a falchion for you, first of all. Uh, won't charge you for it. And then I can also... I think I could probably let go of 50 gold pieces to pay you as well. And and I will also offer... Uh, if you find any adamantine in your travels, I will be able to forge it into something for you. What's the... Uh, what what will what, what the upcharge be on the adamantine weapons? Uh, whatever it says in the player's handbook. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. 
No, actually, it's, it's, it's Xanthar's Guide to Everything. I think it's 500 gold pieces. So yeah, why don't you stop by after hours, and uh, I can give you the the name of the smith and more information on exactly where he, he lived. Maybe you can do some digging. Uh, what's your name, by the way? Gunner. And yours? Name's Cadfan. And he extends his hand to shake hands with you. All right. Nice to meet you, Catfan. Nice to meet you as well. Look forward to talking to you later. Yeah, sounds good. Do, do you want, want me to meet you here, or...? Yeah, that'd Some... be spectacular. Okay. Well, I will... Uh, I'll, I'll see you then. All Gunner, right. Gunner darts off. So we'll wrap up Gunner's little little thing there. Is anybody else looking at anything? Time for buckets! Uh, are there any... <laughs> Any bows, bowsmiths in the area? Bowyers? Bo- bowsmen? Yep. Those those people. Um, A Fletcher. Fletcher makes arrows. Well, yeah, they'd probably be able to tell you where the bows are. Yeah, there are. If you, if you look around for a while, you could probably find someone selling a bow. Probably in those various shops that uh, I was telling AJ about. Say, after her several encounters where she has not had a long range weapon she's looking for a short bow to uh, fix that problem <laughs> okay yeah I think uh, why don't you give me I'm not going to make you give me a check um, I think you're you're able to track down a, a small shop that sells uh, bows for hunters and they are more than happy to sell you a bow they don't have a name though so I can't roleplay any of it sorry Janelle that's fine <laughs> uh, so she'll purchase one purchase a short bow if that if it's easy if it's just transactional she's not going to make a deal out of it um <laughs> yeah bo- bows are different they're yeah she'll like tuck it under her cloak to like keep it you know out of sight but yeah so just i'm guessing standard cost in the player's handbook yeah standard cost in the player's handbook and if you keep it unstrung you can probably just carry it around like, the guards probably aren't going to bother you if you're just carrying an unstrung bow. Okay, how hard is it to string a bow? Depends on the bow. What kind of bow are you buying? Short, Short bow. bow? Yeah. I mean, I think that's... You, it's not I, too bad. You can do it. Okay. I mean, if you're proficient with ranged weapons, then that means you know how to use a bow and how to string it, so... Yeah. I mean, a short bow is smaller than than a, than a regular person yeah, anyway. Like, I, I've so strung, a bow, I've strung a bow before, but never, like, a, a long bow. Yeah, those, those are hard. Those are pretty powerful. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Now that you have a bow, you're going to need a quiver to go with it. Yep. So she'll have to go buy all her <laughs> accessories. Yeah, you'll have to go through those various shops. You'll have to find a leather maker and buy a, buy a quiver, and then you'll have to find a fletcher, and you can buy arrows. But you can kind of hand wave that. I can't make every shopkeeper a <laughs> No, nope, that's fine. I'm going to do some math over here in the corner after looking some stuff up, bought so you, continue on. Bought your bow from Dave Bowyer, and you're going over to John Fletcher for your arrows. <laughs> and yep. <then> James Leatherworker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, be, be careful of Jack Bowman. He's the uh, he's the main competitor in town. Uh-oh. Ooh. Don't want to cross paths with Jack Bowman. Do quivers have a cost? They're a gold piece. Ah, thanks. Yeah. And then they weigh how one much? Pound. Thank you. How much ammo? Since we're not tracking. No, we are tracking ammo. Yeah. Ah. Are we? Yeah. 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 
Oh, I was <gasps> I was under a different impression. I wow. have not been. Oh my gosh. They're cheating over here. CFS just spends a lot of her afternoon going from shop to shop, uh, trying to track down everything she needs to get her bow and arrows. And does Fia go with her while he looks for his buckets? Does he just trail behind her? Uh, no, he's on his own. He just he has his, his eyes set on buckets and other and doodads and things. He he just as soon as everybody said go break, he he left and he's he's searching around himself. He might bump into people, but he's a uh, he's he's on a mission. All right, is there anybody else who wants to do any shopping? Yeah, because uh, Janelle, you did say you also wanted to go to the alchemist shop as well, right? Yeah, I'll be going there too. Oh, okay. So I think uh, so. Aegon and Vez eventually make their way to the alchemist shop. So as I like I said before, it kind of looks a bit like a greenhouse. Again, it's a like a standard uh, two-story building uh, for this for this town, but then it has kind of a glass-paned. Uh, so it has it has walls extending from it with uh, wide windows to allow sunlight in. So there's like a greenhouse attached to it. And you walk into the shop, and it's fairly well lit, but it smells very, very earthy and uh, kind of spicy. It smells a little spicy. And as you kind of make your way through these plants and jars full of weird-looking materials, like maybe uh, some some claws, maybe a worm swimming around in another jar, then it's a jar full of eyeballs, maybe they're toad's eyes, you don't know. And you finally get to like the back of the shop. And behind the counter, you can see there's actually a case with a small number of little vials, each about the size of uh, your pointer finger. And you just know immediately those are those are potions. Mm-hmm. And uh, you kind of make your way back there and you see the uh, who you can presume is the owner um, sitting in a chair reading a book, not really paying much attention to you as you walk in. Um, she looks like she's a young elven woman. So, like, she's got the same antlers you see on most elves, but she's only got uh, two prongs. So, much younger than some others. And she's just sitting back, reading her book, doesn't even look up at you. Hmm. Uh, well, would you like to go first, Janelle? Uh, she can. Okay. Um, excuse me, ma'am. Uh, she jumps violently, <laughs> like drops the book. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, Sorry you gave me a heart attack. Didn't mean to do that. Uh, just wondering about these potions back here. And her her eyes light up, and she says, "You're you here to buy potions." Uh, hopefully, yes. Well, happy day! And she she stands up and walks behind the counter and says. Well, this, is, this is spectacular. No one comes in to buy potions. They're always too expensive. Okay, well, that gives me some worry, but I'm still interested, so let's hear it. Oh, well, well uh, I've, I have these, these potions. Uh, if, you drink, if you drink one of these, um, it, will, it, it will reinvigorate you. Um, and so she uh, passes a uh, potion of healing in your direction. You can see there's a little tag on it that says 50 gold pieces. And again, this is expensive for common folk. You guys have more money than that. Um, yeah. She's like, this potion uh, helps you go beyond your your uh, normal uh, abilities. And she pushes another potion. It's a potion of false life. So when you drink that potion, you just get four temporary hit points. 
That also has a tag that says 50 gold pieces. Um, and she's like, um, and those those are the, the cheaper ones. Um, so I have, I, have, I have this one. I have only one of these. And she pulls out another potion. And it's a potion of greater healing with a 250 gold piece uh, tag on it. That heals for uh, 20 hit points. And then she pulls out a potion of water breathing. And that's also another 250 gold pieces. So the, these uh, these two expensive ones, these are the only ones I have. And then I have three of each of those other ones um, that I showed you. Um, I also sell just salves for, for burns if you get hurt. Or if you get an upset stomach, um, I have Pepto-Bismol um, that I'm willing <laughs> to part with as well. Um, all of it made in-house. Um yeah, I, I I don't really get much business, uh, so I, I I appreciate you looking. And she kind of gives you like a hopeful look. Yeah, um, one of these potions of healing, if you're willing to part, I would like y- yeah, to take. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. And she like holds out her hands to accept the, the gold. And she drops it there. And she she looks almost giddy. So that's about my price range currently. So. <laughs> You, you can kind of hear her muttering. She's like, I'll be able to pay off all my loans now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like in this in this fiction I've created, like you don't just sell healing potions. Like you have to be incredibly, you have to be incredibly wealthy to purchase one. Because it's almost almost five thousand dollars in like a uh, earth money. Mm. Yeah. Here's Janelle just think dropping of, it th- like it's hot. I mean, when you think about it, like, imagine you're bleeding out and you drink it and you're just healed. Like, that is expensive. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it in Earth money, if you're doing that, that's a good long trip to the hospital. So that is also lots of money. So it makes sense. Yeah. 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 And with that, uh, Aegon will step up and he'll say, uh, well, I'm, I'm interested in the salves and, and whatnot that you have available and perhaps any, any bandages or anything like that. Uh, so basically, he wants to buy what amounts to a healer's kit. Okay, yeah, she's just like, oh, okay, yeah, here, I'll, let me gather all that together for you. And she puts together a healer's kit for you, and she says, um, yeah, so this is, it's kind of, a, it's an odd combination. Um, some of it's, uh, some of these these herbs, you'll want to grind them up and apply them to a wound. Um, this is, this one right here is a generic triple antibiotic um but there is a little but i do have a little bit of neosporin um that i can spare as well i'd be willing to pay a premium for the neosporin because nothing treats burns and wounds better than neosporin oh my god i swear you would think we are sponsored but honest to god we are not at this point we should be but yeah (laughs) okay okay, yeah sure sandpaper Cheer the She's bird like, uh, She uh, she uh, reaches behind for a secret stash <laughs> and she puts a little extra in. Uh, um, and then let's see what else. Was, oh yeah, and then he says, uh, "Well, by chance, would you also have some some oil? I'm I'm looking for a couple flasks of oil." Uh yeah, well, what kind? Oh, just just petroleum oil, as as that you would light a lamp with. Oh, oh, okay. I, I actually, I do not sell. I do not sell that. You'll have to check out oh. the, the other okay. shops. Okay, well, that's fine then. Maybe you run into Theo. Yeah? Hopefully not. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so he'll. He's got a bucket with your name on it. Though, pay I the five gold pieces for the healer's kit. And uh, as you guys are kind of wrapping up, she's been st- staring at you guys for a while, and she says, "So, um, are are you adventurers?" Yes, we are. Something. Okay, you, you have you have the look. You you look like you've got a lot of experience out on uh, traveling out on the road. Vez kind of looks at herself, and she's like. Was that just a really nice way to look like we've gotten the shit beat out of us? Because you can just say that. Well, there's that, but like you also look well traveled. It's like you know your your boots look like you've been on the road, and they're not from around here. Like I I, I recognize those from. Sorry, she uh, she looks down at your boots and she says, I don't I don't recognize that craft, so I, I doubt they were made here, and they're not good enough to have been ex- imported from somewhere else. So, <laughs> no offense, I'm just. I'm just deducing that you're from elsewhere. Yes, we are from elsewhere. Okay. Um, would you be willing to take on a job for me? We love jobs, uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and she kind of gestures for you to lean in, and uh, she leans in as well, and she says, So, I've heard of an old tomb somewhere in this valley. I can give you the details later. Um, it's near the village of Reynolds Hope, but there are stories saying that a, a necromancer was buried there, and ever since they put him in the tomb, there have been strange plants, like very rare plants that will occasionally sprout and bloom in and around his tomb, and it's said that these can be instilled into a, a potion that can potentially save people from death. And I was wondering if you could possibly go and investigate and collect it for some for me. Because if I, if I could make something like that, I mean, the king himself would pay a hefty, hefty premium for, for something like that. And then I could finally pay off all my debts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, how, many, how much debt does she have? She went to college, so probably a lot. <laughs> yeah. If we are able to find these, would we be able to get one of these potions for our efforts? Oh, yes, of course. And then I'll also be willing to sell them to you should you uh, desire to come back and purchase more. And so from what she's saying, it sounds like she is going to be able to create a potion that will mimic the effects of the Revivify spell. And it will Dude. just be a potion that you can just to somebody that'd be amazing holy crap yeah when would you like us to meet you later uh, just come back by come back through here after hours um, and I can give you some of the details sounds good to me she looks at Aegon I'm sure that our friends will be happy to help oh, there are more of you oh yes many of us almost oh, spectacular well already then um, oh by, by the way my name is Runa um, what, what are your names? I'm Aegon. I'm Vez. Oh, sorry, Vez. I talked <laughs> over you. I apologize. Vez, oh. Aegon, it's uh, very very nice to meet you. I look forward to working with you. We look forward to working with you, too. Sorry, I didn't want to talk over Aegon again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so you guys uh, walk out of the alchemist shop, and we'll move on to... AJ, because I know he keeps talking yes. about what he wants to do. Okay. Yes. I, can, 
can I go pee real fast? I, I, I'm just gonna try and hold it, but like I'm dying over here. <laughs> yeah, you uh, go. Okay. Are you okay, AJ if, we play, are you okay if we just play through AJ's section? That's fine. I gotta go to the bathroom. Okay, I'll be right back. We're keeping that in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it. Uh, all right, so we'll cut to we'll cut to Theo then. Okay, so Theo, he's on a mission. He needs to look for buckets. He needs to look for candles, and he needs to look for like a bunch of nails and like house building stuff. So I guess start with okay. buckets. And then also, I guess he wants to he wants to engrave them too. So if you could, if you could find like an engraver, that'd be great too. What? Yeah, he oh wants to engrave gosh. them. He wants to put people's names on the buckets. Okay, I, I I think yeah, it's pretty simple for you to go around and you're able to find some buckets. Um, is, Joel, do you know if there is a price for buckets? There is. It's, I looked it up. It's five yeah. copper. Okay, so yeah, it's five copper per bucket. Um, <laughs> okay. If you want to leave them with with a carpenter, there is a carpenter that you can leave them with, and he can use his tools to engrave them, but it will be a few days. That's okay. That's that's worth it. It's worth it. Uh, he wants to get five buckets, and, uh, well, he'll make it, you know what, he'll make it seven buckets. He wants to get seven buckets. Uh, what, what's he gonna do? <laughs> just, just, it's fine, Tara. And he's gonna give them a list of names <laughs> to put on the buckets. Okay. And uh, they're gonna charge you uh, another five copper per bucket. Okay, so it's ten copper per bucket. Uh, it's seventy copper, which is seven, seven silver, silver pieces. Okay, okay. I think that that should that should work. Hold on. Let me count again. Five. Actually, you know what? Let's just get ten buckets. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Get ten buckets. You give him ten names, and then just around the just to make around easy easy number. So that's that's one gold piece, yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now he needs to look for candles. You can find candles. Those are another copper piece each, correct? Okay, but he wants to find scented candles. Is what he wants, and and not just Those- like the. You can. There are no scented candles, AJ. That's a very let, modern. Let him. <laughs> let him buy regular candles and then take them to the alchemist to get oil <gasps> put in them. Yes. Them oh scented. my God. That's what he's if gonna you do. In, if you invent scented candles, <laughs> we can sell them at our vineyard. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Artisan scented <laughs> candles. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Janelle? <laughs> that comment alone makes me okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, AJ, you can buy you can buy scented candles for five copper per candle. Okay, awesome. He's gonna spend at least two gold worth on those, which is <laughs> five. Well, because well, hold on. Question for you: for, to get the scented, is that including the scent by going back to the alchemist person? No, no, get... I'm making it so you can just straight up buy scented candles from these. Oh, shops. okay, cool, cool. Okay, yeah. So he's gonna buy two gold worth. Uh, of those, uh, so that's that's how many is that? That's twenty, right? Yeah, twenty scented candles. Awesome. I don't so know. Wait, that... do you want to tell me what scent they are? Uh, it's it's a variety. Most of them are some like weird lavender or vanilla kind of thing. Weird. But then, uh, then are like lavender and vanilla weird to you? Those are no, no. I'm no, no. I'm saying uh, no, no. I'm not saying. Listen, they're lavender. lavender okay, they're lavender and vanilla <laughs> scented candles. Yeah, most of them are, but there's a few weird ones in there. So like, 
like like one he wants to make like kind of a, a like a smoky like uh, like like meat house kind of smell. Yeah, so this one smells like a smoky meat house. This yeah. one smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's. Do you know what? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so good. No, 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 no. It, it, he wants to throw in a few different ones. One's like watermelon. One's like, oh, like okay, uh, AJ, like not grassy. <laughs> no. <sighs> one's this the sense of grass. Uh, okay, we, no, you, you can buy lavender. <laughs> Lavender and vanilla scented candles. Right. That's uh, it. Fine. <laughs> Just can, can compact my creativity. Fine, Josh. Just we can Lavender create the other ones. They only sell lavender, vanilla, meat. The whatever the heck we call it. There are no, uh, meat. There are no meat ones. They're just regular <laughs> candles that smell like smoke. Okay, fine. He'll buy one gold worth of scented candles of, of, of smoke, lavender, and vanilla, and then he'll buy 10 unscented. So he can. Yeah, those unscented ones are the smoke ones because that's, that's what candles do. They make smoke. They don't smell no, like no, smoke. No, no, like... They're just torches. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you can no, buy these are three, candles, I swear. Three types of. Three candles. <laughs> lavender, vanilla, regular. Okay, he's just gonna buy lavender, vanilla, and then and then ten regular. So so five of the first two, ten of the last, and he's gonna experiment and make his own scented candles eventually. That's what he'll okay. do. He'll work on it. And then uh, last thing he's gonna go and try to find is like uh, just some some like household items, you know, like a hammer and nails and and try to find out if he can find somebody who sells wood in case they need to build some portions of the of the vineyard or something. Not going to buy anything, very, just to find a supplier. Very easily. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you're able to buy nails from one of the smaller black, blacksmith shops, and you're able to buy wood from a wooder. A wooder. <laughs> <laughs> and you said it took, it's going to take four or five days for the buckets? Yeah, it's going to take a few days for them to get to that because you guys aren't their only customers. There's a lot of buckets that need, that need engraving. <laughs> yeah, they're probably like, what the heck does this guy need names on buckets for? I'm just going to push this way <laughs> to the back. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So That's great. So that all, all AJ? Yeah, that's all. That's what he's looking for. All right, and so where is Jasper in all of this? He's just following them around. He's broke. <laughs> So oh yeah, he spent all his research money. <laughs> does he just hop from person to person to person as he runs into them? Like Basically. he's with Theo and they bump into Aegon and Vez. Then Theo realizes he's gone and he's trailing Aegon and Vez. Yep. Is even is there anything he's even making note of? Something he wants to visit later, possibly? Not really. He does have really nice clothes he bought earlier. Yeah, you know. he's dressed nicely. He would not look like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what called it, out, <laughs> jeez. Is he worried about getting his clothes muddy or, or dirtied while, while on the road? He might need a second pair. Maybe he might keep tabs on a tailor, I guess. A hole. There are plenty of tailors. Not a lot of gyms, though. Hi, I'm Taylor. Now, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jasper's well, got name? very particular tastes. Are there any of them good? Uh, some of them are pretty, pretty exceptional. Depends on what... Uh, taste you're specifically referring to it's a very if you're referring you know, to a colorful clothing fit for a noble then yes yes jasper's used to living with nobility and things like that so he's of course going to sit there and judge them harshly 
So yeah, he's going around, he's looking at these shops, and he's like, when I have money, I'll come back. He's also making a little list of uh, tailors that need to be removed, you know. Oh, no. Yeah, this guy, this guy over here just sells barrels that you wear around yourself. Can't, can't have him. <laughs> no, 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 that's for Fio. We need at least one guy who makes those. <laughs> <laughs> we need someone needs to cover up Fio at his times of need. That's fair. He rips his clothing often. That's why Lady like, Hecate was so uh, interested. <laughs> is Fio like from a fairy tale where he's just always his shirt just somehow disappears and he doesn't know how? <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, his fucking... pants are gone and everyone's just like, I don't know where they went. All um, right. So everyone who's shopping finishes up their little excursions. Uh, Jasper continues to hop around from person to person, but eventually you all meet kind of in the, the square and uh, the sky's starting to get get a little orange near the horizon. The sun's kind of starting to uh, make its way down uh, as a as a dinner time approaches. So you pack up all of your stuff that you were able to purchase and you make your way through the streets of the city. You leave the walled off. You leave the walled off portion of the city and make your way for the inn that you're keeping your weapons at where Laszlo said he would meet you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it and our other episodes with your friends, family, and co-workers. Your boss, if you're daring. Visit our website to find your copy of a D&D Quick Starter Guide, and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description. There, we discuss episodes, Dungeons & Dragons, and STEM topics that we all love. Thanks again for listening. We can't wait to see you here at Applied Dungeoneering. Some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net.